Hello, welcome back to Losers Pay Double. Um, sorry, haven't been here. Been MIA. If you know anything about this show, you know that that's how it goes. Inconsistent at best, you know? Um, <laughs> also, if you're watching live with us right now, um, so sorry about our internet connection. Everybody knows that I'm notorious for cutting out you know it's my thing some some may even say that i do it myself behind the scenes to give it a little bit of flair but i don't i'll assure you that and today joe's looking a little he's looking a little funky but we're just well, gonna go with the fun i'll thing. tell you what it was actually our i got a new modem and it was our buddy rob who set it up and for some reason the hardwired connection is spotty rob your are <laughs> We've just got like a whole group of just like ingrates, you know what I mean? Like it's just horrible. Yes, mm -hmm. ingrates all around the board. <laughs> I would say so. I mean, especially with this episode, I feel like I especially have some controversial takes, but definitely not on this first topic, unless you're like absolutely a freak. And if you have like a different opinion than me, I'm just gonna say it, you're wrong. You're wrong. So um, I want to talk about Alec Baldwin and everything that has been happening. I'm sure everybody has heard by now on the news or literally anywhere that when he was filming a movie, I don't know what it was supposed to be called. It was like a wild Western movie. I saw the pictures. He looks like very he's giving cavemen in the pictures that I saw from shooting. He doesn't look normally like how he usually does, like trumped out. I feel like that's how we're most like familiar with him, but that will come into play later. Um, he was using, it was a real gun. And during the shooting of this film, it accidentally fired. It said a live round. And to my understanding, a live round doesn't necessarily mean that it was like a bullet. It could have been like a blank because blanks still have like some kind of like casing, I believe. I'm not familiar with guns. So this is all just, I'm talking about like i'm reading this you know like i'm not even i could not give you like a visual representation of like what like a blank looks like you know yeah well <laughs> incidentally i've actually talked to several people this week about it and uh i don't know if you know this or not but do you realize that the casing is most of what the bullet is and that little metal piece at the end is the actual bullet yeah so isn't and... it pretty much the same thing yeah, so basically what happens is a blank is the casing without the bullet at the end, except for, I, I guess what they're going to need to figure out is whether, because somebody was out shooting that gun in the desert earlier in the day, mm -hmm. is the latest news I read about it, and they so they were discharging bullets out of it. But why would they use that same gun? Like, that's what doesn't make sense to me. Well, I'll give you that, too, because we talked to somebody who's a set designer. And so, basically, uh, the the bullet, a bullet may have gotten lodged into the chamber of the gun. And the reason why they use a gun like that, and the reason why they shoot bullets like that or blanks is... Uh, CGI is obviously a wonderful thing, but it's got limits, and they have found that it just it doesn't quite you you just can't you can't recreate it, and that seems to be the reason why this happened. I feel like this is definitely the last time people are going to be using real guns like this in films because I feel like most of the time this doesn't really happen. I know that this has happened before and it wasn't with Alec Baldwin, obviously. But what I find most interesting about this is so I know that the like unionized workers from this like movie walked off of the set um, so there was a lot less of a staff and like when you work on a set like that, there's usually like an armorist who will like be announcing like, oh, like this is what I'm doing, like whatever, hand it off to the actor, like everything is very like pristine. So I feel like even if that was happening, like somebody was shooting it with real bullets for whatever reason, 
and it got like lodged in there. I don't know why they'd be just like shooting it or like using it before they were supposed to be using it in the scene. I'm not sure why, but I feel like it has a big to do with those workers not being there. And I'm not saying that it's their fault because obviously if they feel like they weren't being treated in the right conditions. And I also know that a bunch of people outside of that walked off the set before this as well because they felt it was unsafe. Um, so I just don't understand how this was like proceeded with like, and who would be at fault for that. So, all right. I want to hear some of the things that I've, I've had it told to me is right. Why, you know, why did he have a real gun? Right. We talked about that. Why did he shoot the gun at a person? Well, that's, those were the two people that were in front of the camera that he was acting towards. Mm -hmm. Um, Listen, at the end of the day, um, I do think somebody's at fault here because a person died, you know, and, and whether that ultimately falls on Alec Baldwin or the armorer or some other producer, there's some question about, you know, he's a producer on the movie. He was also the star of the movie about whether or not uh, his 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 producer credit may have been only, you know, uh, a movie producer credit and not that he was actually in charge and running the set so look there's an investigation underway and you know look alec baldwin is not special and if he did something wrong and he's ultimately proven to have done something wrong then uh you know he's in trouble I feel like he would be probably, and like, I didn't know that he was a producer on it because that's who I would say that would probably be at fault in this case would be the producer of it. And like hearing that he is one kind of changes things because if he was just an actor, I think that him being at fault is completely out of the question. Well, yeah. So again, right. If he's in charge of the set, clearly they didn't follow protocol with that gun uh, and and a gun was handed to him he was told the gun was cold which means it's um you got blanks in it and so he took the gun and shot it. and the questions come well why didn't alec baldwin check it before he shot it and you know literally that's the armorous job is to make sure the gun yeah. is good to go he's acting he's in character he's trying to remember his lines that's not that wouldn't have been a time for him to look over the gun yeah you know so again I, I i know there's people that desperately want alec baldwin to have done something wrong here mm -hmm. um but at the end of the day you know uh, a promising young woman was killed here and you know i i just to me that's that should be the story here and i think it's sad and kind of a shame that you know, a segment of this population is pretty desperate to try to make this like an Alec Baldwin thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, what I really, well, I think it's so true that like, I don't even know the person's name who died. And I don't know if that's like a choice or if I'm just not like looking far enough into it, but like that is definitely not being spoken about. So I feel like that is kind of sad. I feel like there's not enough like commemorance to this person rather than trying to put all the blame on Alec Baldwin. Um, yeah. And what I see, who I see the most trying to put the blame on him is Trump supporters. I saw this article this weekend and it was like, Alec Baldwin, who has had several run-ins with the police, did this. And when his, like, run-ins with the police was, like, a parking ticket, you know what I mean? Like, it was absolutely, like, asinine for them to try to, like, make him look like somebody that he's not instead of just, like, paying their respects to, like, this person— because I don't think that the family has come out and been like, I think that we, I think that it's Alec Baldwin's fault. And unless they're like saying that, like, what is, like, this is just absolutely crazy. But he's getting like the most like heat and stuff, obviously, because he played like Trump on SNL and all that other kind of stuff. So everybody just like wants to point fingers at him 
and want to see him in jail, I guess, for some reason. I feel like it's pretty extreme. Because I feel like if anybody else got into a workplace accident and something happened, say you work at FedEx and you run over your buddy with, like, your tow truck because he was, like, in the way and you couldn't see him and you had to, like, live with that for the rest of your life and everybody was like, you should go to jail. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. But since it's Alec Baldwin and he's, like, I guess controversial, there's no... Yeah, uh, listen, he says mean stuff about Donald Trump, and that's obviously something that some people just absolutely cannot tolerate or live with, and that's why <laughs> that's why we're where we're at. Mm-hmm. If this was Billy Baldwin, I don't think anybody would care. Who's that? Yeah, you go. That's Who's his brother. Billy? Yeah, that's his brother. His uh-huh. less, less famous brother. Gotcha. Makes mm-hmm. sense. And he's a Republican, so... Oh, so they're, like, polar opposites. They're, like, evil, Correct. evil yep. twin vibes. Gotcha. Um, in, I guess, some more controversial news, there's no, like, real answers, I feel like, to any of the stories that we're talking about today. Um, but remains that were believed to be Brian Laundrie's are... I put are not in the subtitle, but I they're inconclusive, and I think that that basically means that they're not his. What they found was, like, a jaw and, like, a bunch of, like, bones, but they're also saying, like, we found poop. Like, we found his poop, like, next to the bones, and it's like, so you're telling me that his poop there, but he decomposed into bones in that time? That makes no sense. Like, that, like, no sense yeah no it definitely doesn't and uh i'm pretty sure that that's fake he's I'm definitely sure in that he... country, like we we like just vibing getting away with it living his yes. best life with like a mustache uh, it, and a wig yeah uh, yes with a mustache and a wig like i a hundred percent agree with that i just think that that's what's happening and um also i saw that they like the Florida police, I just feel like everybody's in on it, too. Like, the FBI is definitely in on it. The police are in on it. His parents are in on it. Everybody's in on it, and everybody knows where he is. Or else they would have, like, found him. It's real convenient that his parents went out there, like, the last day that they had to, and as soon as they talked to the police. The, the Florida police also mistook his mom for him and were like, he's home, he's back at home. But it was clearly, like, his mom, she was wearing, like, a Guy Fieri, like, button-up shirt. And like a hat, and they were like, "Oh my God, it's definitely him!" But it didn't like it. That it just was crazy. Like that, it literally looked like a sixty-year-old lady, and they were like, "It's Brian Laundry." That makes absolutely no sense. So I don't know. I just feel like the efforts are really low at this point, and it's really sad. For the first time today, I went and I watched like the YouTube video and I saw that it has like 6 million views or something like that. And it's just like crazy. And they also say that they found like her water bottle or something like with all of his stuff. And it's so clear that the parents just like scooped together everything that they could find and just like threw it there. And we're like, Oh my God, it's his. Also, I don't know if they like took bones off of the black market or something like that. I don't even know if that's a thing. But like, even if that were the case, the FBI would definitely be like, these definitely aren't his, especially if they have like other remains that they could like test them with. I don't know. I just feel like if you can find every other serial killer, they're pretty sure they know who the Zodiac is right now. You're telling me that you can't find Brian Laundry, especially when there's so much evidence and everything has been, like, out in the open. I don't know. I just think that's pretty freaking cray-cray. Anyways. Um, the next thing that I wanted to talk about... <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That was that was smooth. We're I think I fixed it. <laughs> you did? I did, yes. Nice. Yeah, I'm getting a nice strong signal now, so my apologies for that. Um, but yeah, no, I think we're I think we're in good shape. Yeah, no, this Brian Laundry's thing is pissing me off. I think it's sad that his his family is is protecting him, which is clearly the case. It doesn't take any brains to figure that out. Um, but it's a bad dude. 
Yeah, like, and like speaking from like a parent's perspective, because obviously, like, I've never had a kid, and like, I don't know how it feels to be like protecting somebody. But obviously, if it was like a sibling or like another family member of mine, and I knew that they literally murdered somebody and were like escaping, um, I'm pretty sure that I don't know. Honestly, now that I think about it, I don't really know what I would do. What, like, so what would you do? Like, would you turn your kids in, or would you just be? I mean, what is this, Dexter? Give me a break. Yeah, you gotta. <laughs> You take the kid down to the police station, uh, you get him some Burger King or whatever they like, and, and then you turn him over to the cops. You That's feel what you do. Oh, my yeah. gosh. You would really turn in one of your kids? Can I tell you a funny story today? I sure. I go to pick up my son from kindergarten, and the teacher comes out, and she says to me, hey, there was a little incident in school today. I said, what happened? She said this little girl in the class had this little sloth at the end of her pencil, she got it at the book fair the other day. It went missing. They looked everywhere for it. They found it in my son's book bag. Yeah. He stole it. He said it was a prank. <laughs> now, I said to him in the car, I said, that was quick. That was good that you told her that lie, but that's a lie. Right. He didn't. It wasn't a prank. I said uh, you were trying to steal that. And he said to me. You could only get that at the bookstore. I said, dude, I could buy anything you want online. You just tell me what you need. Right. So he uh, before bed, he wrote an apology letter to the little girl and to the teacher. Cute. You know, you got to You got to You got to hold people accountable like that's. That's kind of one of the things I think we're lacking on, you know? This is a bad guy. This is a really bad dude, and, and we knew this was a bad dude. And, you know, I understand his family loves him, and you could still love him, but, you know, you should you should do the right thing by uh, that gal's family and, and turn this loser in. That's, that's what they should have done. I feel like it's so sad and it's like yeah you want to do everything you can to like protect like your kids but then when you have like another family who is like pleading and like asking you like please just tell us anything like how do you like watch that and just like don't say anything like I feel like that's crazy like that's absolutely insane I don't know um I don't know I just feel like that's crazy but it's, it's disgusting is what it is and 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 listen you know we, we, from time to time, have talked about masks and things like that. You know, again, this comes down to, you know, who do you value more, yourself or humanity as a whole? And it seems, time and time again, most people are picking themselves. True story. It's messed up. Um, can you pull up this video that do you see, that one that's on the bottom of the screen? Yeehaw. So right now it's pretty self-explanatory. I'm pretty sure I'm just going to let it play. Um, these are the Nelk boys. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Though. Do you know the Nelk boys? I, I wasn't until I watched this video today, but I, I mean, I do actively uh, engage the internet. I've seen plenty of idiots who do uh, this kind of, you know, foolishness. I feel like this is maybe where your son, and I'm not trying to say, because not all of their content is like this, but they're very much the guys that are just like, it's just a prank, bro. It's just a prank. And I feel like your son might have drew from that with the style, with the sloth. He was giving he was giving full send Nelk with that one. Totes. Totes were good. Totally would be. No doubt about it. <laughs> so with that, um, let's just, <laughs> that is nowhere near this, but let's let it roll. And this attorney is not playing. Am I doing it or are you? Yeah, I think you have to actually hit the play button on your end. Oh, I'm an idiot. Here we go. You got some. They're just pretty warm. They're just a little warm. They look at my eyes back. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. Ice is coming. Ice is coming. Ice is coming. Oh, 
You scared of cold beers? No. What's your run? Ice. Ice. No, I did. You like your beers warm? Yeah, migra, migra. Oh, no, no, no. Why you guys do that? Do what? You look like fucking immigration. I didn't want you guys to drink warm beers. Yeah. So they posted that as like a teaser for um, their new video, which obviously didn't get posted. You could tell in like the newest one that they posted, they really just like scrambled, scrambled that together because they got a lot of backlash on this, like even from their supporters. Um, if anybody knows anything about the Nelk Boys, um, they're literally, most of them are Canadian. They're not even like from America. So to be really? like, yes, so to be teasing people like with ice is like insane. Um, this is just like so not funny. And like, there's literally no other reason of doing this. Like, you would not think that this is funny, or you would not be like, that is comedy, dude. That's just a prank, bro. Unless you like hate immigrants. Like, there's nothing else behind that. It's re it's just like insane. Well, now, isn't this part of this, um, you know, this assault on comedy, right? That people are like, you can't even make any jokes anymore. And it's like, well, no, you can make jokes, but why do the jokes have to be at other people's expenses? Literally, right? and that's I mean, the whole thing. Like, nothing's ever on them. Yeah, uh, right. It, it's hilarious that uh, an illegal immigrant uh, would be running from ICE. That's really, that's funny to them, huh? Mm -hmm. You like, know, I mean, I, I just, look, I don't, I don't, um, I, I, I get it. I mean, it was it clever, the ice thing, um, but cruel and completely unnecessary. And, you know, I think there's a lot of this stuff. There's a lot of this stuff that happens on the on the Internet often. And, you know, I mean, again, I this isn't funny stuff. Most of the pranks, by the way, on the Internet aren't funny. No, especially like, the ones on TikTok, the Jake Pauls and like those people of the world. It's just it's tired. And I think even like Jake Paul knows it's tired. Like he's on the wrestling now, you know, but like people like the Nelk boys, some of the Nelk boys are like almost 40, like almost 40. And you can see it like in their faces. They just look so old and tired, but they're like, we got to prank these immigrants and obviously you don't they either don't know the severity of like how scary that is for people to be like completely taken away from their families and like everything and like basically put into like internment camps that we have for like immigrants you know what i mean like that yeah. is just like so fucked because most of the time when people are like oh yeah go back to your country to like immigrants or whatever like they don't even get to like go back to their country like they're held like in this like fucked up like they're held in like cages like that's yeah. crazy. Like that's that's so hilarious. That's so funny, dude. You want? I thought you wanted cold beers. That's it. You like that is insane. You can see like how like pissed off these people get. Like they're so pissed. Like I don't know. It just is not funny. Like if I if you ever like saw that in real life, like I don't even know. That's crazy. Like that's absolutely crazy. I cannot imagine being the victim of nail boys. No, boys, don't prank me. I don't think I can handle it. It'd be my 13th reason, for real. That's, so, oh, my God. I got what you said there, too. That was pretty clever. Um, yeah, <laughs> look, I, you know, I, I, I think, you know, we're, we're high past time where, you know, you're a pussy and this guy's a bitch, you know, and, and that we use all these slurs uh, you know, when I grew up, it was Pollock jokes. That was, you know, Pollocks were stupid. Right, well, as an adult, I found out Pollocks, on average, are actually incredibly intelligent. And then in Europe, Polish jokes are actually about checks. Mm. So even when we do racism in America, we fuck that up too. And this is just another classic example. Uh, but this is the kind of stuff, right? Uh, you know what people will say we're doing right now? They'll say that we're virtue signaling. Yeah, that we don't really give a shit about immigrants. Uh, we're just talking about it to make people like us. What, what would you say to that, Victoria? To people I mean, who really give a shit what people think. I mean, like, I just find it like obscene how anybody 
anybody could watch these people like running for their lives like holy shit like it's ice like and not be like okay that's sad like that how like why would you want to like inflict that much like stress upon like another like human like why would you do that like why would you do that like that would be like pranking somebody and being like oh my god your family was just like totally the target of a terrorist attack that's so funny isn't it that's so funny like your whole family is dead and then you're like crying and they're like oh my god it's just a prank bro sorry it's just a prank yeah they're good like that's just like not funny like why would you put somebody through like unnecessary like emotional like turmoil for no reason like that takes years off you dude yeah. <laughs> right well so i'll actually tell you a messed up story uh when i was in high school one of my really good friends was a polish immigrant his name was piotr mm-hmm. and uh there was about 10 of us piotr i he didn't like me he didn't necessarily care for me uh and so one night somebody was like hey i think Piotr just got out of work somebody give him a call tell him where we're at and I called him, and he didn't recognize my number. Mm-hmm. So I said, I was from, now mind you, it's like 10 o'clock at night on like a Thursday. And I said, uh, it's the Department of Immigration and Naturalization. Um, I told him that we had lost some of his documents and that he was going to need to come in tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Uh, and face possible deportion, uh, deportation, uh, deportation. He did not think that was funny, and I I found out later on when he tried to kick my ass about a week or two earlier, uh, a friend of the family got a visit from the Department of Immigration and Naturalization and had a paperwork issue and was sent back to Poland. Wow. So, you know, it was funny until I saw him face to face, and he was chasing me around a car for like a half an hour, threatening to kill me. He also looked and sounded like Arnold Schwarzenegger. So that just made it more fun. What the hell? Well, I feel like that goes along with them and not that like deportion is really like an issue with these, this like specific group. But I find it like, and I don't know if you've like noticed this, but just like the blatant, like open, like anti-Semitism that like we, like I, you still see like all the time. Like, it's just, like, crazy. Like, I don't think any other, like, other, like, marginalized group, like, really gets it as much as, like, Jewish people do out in, like, the open and, like, still in, like, the media and stuff like that. Because if, like, you talk about, like, any other, like, protected group, like, talking, like, gay people, like, black people, like, Muslim or, like, people or, like, anybody, like, you know what I mean? Like, Asian people, like, literally anybody else. Like you any other religion like you face like a lot of backlash but like when it comes to like jewish people like nobody really cares like you could literally be like openly anti-semitic and like still have like a career and so many people do like it's so weird (laughs) yeah that's um that's definitely one of those things uh, you know, well, again, you know, Victoria, uh, this is going to end up being one of those religious conversations, but this is this is about them killing Jesus like 2000 years ago. And for a oh. lot of people they're the, you either love the Jews and admire them because they're the Old Testament or uh, or maybe the, the Holocaust softened your heart towards uh, Jewish people. But. Most of the anti-Semitism uh, that you find in the world literally came from the Catholic Church and from Christians in general uh, who hold the entire Jewish population responsible for the death of Jesus. For somebody who may or may not have existed, who was definitely not a magical person from outer space, just a regular dude uh, who was Jewish, by the way, and who's... Issues with the, the, the Jewish officials of the day was that he was a heretic and was violating their religion. And that was the reason why uh, he was ultimately killed by the Romans. Mm-hmm. So it's sad. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think in a lot of ways uh, that's where anti-Semitism really does stem from. And, uh, 
you're right. I mean, there's a lot of people who are, uh, again, you either get that like hundred percent, like I support Israel and they should like kill Palestinians or you're of the opposite mindset. I don't know if that's really the best take either, but, um, it's not, (laughs) it's not, it's not, but it's definitely one I see on the internet an awful lot. Yeah. That's crazy. That's Mm -hmm. crazy. So the next thing that I wanted to talk about, and I am so sorry, and I, Joe, I'm really hoping that you corrected this in the um, in the little like subtitle thing. I, I did. Actually spelled his name like actually colon. Like when I yeah. wrote it, like I spelled homie's name colon. Like I'm so sorry. <laughs> I knew what you meant. And that wasn't like meant to be like a joke either. Like I wasn't like gonna throw like trying to throw a jab. Like that was wholehearted. I was like Colin Powell. Yes. Yeah, so I wasn't it. sure honestly which way you were going on that, whether that was intentional or whether it wasn't. And uh no. but I I made an official decision to pull that. <laughs> yeah, that was real. right. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> so everybody knows that he just recently died of um COVID. And I don't think, obviously, I don't think that that was, like, single-handedly, like, what took him out. He was old. He was 84. He also had cancer. Um, I think that uh, I am so sad to see him go. Rest in peace. Um, But I do find it, like, very interesting that even people like cnn and like very like liberal news outlets and like there wasn't a lot of um like banter on like him as a person um at all and i feel like that was like a little bit surprising not saying that i think that there necessarily should have been but the only person who really like said how they felt about it was our boy Donald Trump. Um, yeah. <laughs> Trump criticized Powell's record on the Iraq war. And uh, he basically was just like, everybody's treating him, and I quote, so beautiful, so beautifully after his death. And he said that he hoped that he hoped that that happens to him someday. And honestly, I'm sure that it will. I'm sure when Trump dies, everybody will be like, oh, rest in peace to that guy. He was great. Like, I'm sure everybody will give him, like, nobody's really going to be like, fuck that guy in his death. Like, I don't think that people, many people are really going to be tap dancing on Trump. Which is great. You know what I mean? Um, so I think that Trump's wishes are going to be granted. Um, well, <laughs> I think that depends on whether or not Donald Trump's in jail when he dies or not before we figure out how we're going to celebrate him. <laughs> um, but he also said uh, he made plenty of mistakes. But anyway... May he rest in peace. And that was, like, my uh, favorite thing ever. Like, it was just, like, the most, like, brutally honest um, death commencement ever. And honestly, I kind of agree with it. Because I think Colin, you say his name Colin, right? Correct, yeah. Yeah, I think Colin um, caused a lot of, like, havoc and a lot of unnecessary death and i think he literally lied to the entire world and i don't think that he necessarily died a horrific death um he had cancer and he was 84 and he died surrounded by his family unlike a lot of people in iraq that he like harmed and i just feel like um trump's statement wasn't necessarily i don't think that it was too inappropriate and i know that he did get a lot of backlash on that and I think I might get some on this as well. But um, I don't think he was completely in the wrong for that. And I think I might be the only one with this opinion. But um, I did. I chuckled when I saw that. I wasn't like, oh, oh my God. I was like, he's not wrong. Like, he didn't lie. <laughs> so, look, the interesting thing about Colin Powell is uh, in 2003, Colin Powell received information from the Czech Republic that there were weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. And that is something that I, to this day, still believe to be true. Um, There was about a year between that report and the weapons inspectors getting to Iraq. 
at which point the weapons were gone. And uh, at the time, rumor had it, and this makes all the sense in the world, they both share uh, the bath party, was that the weapons were moved to Syria. And shortly thereafter, uh, you might recall Aleppo, there was a chemical attack. Uh, a few years back is, is, is what I meant to say, not, not within the vicinity of that. But it was clear that Syria had attained chemical weapons because they used them on the, the Syrians in Aleppo. So... Where they get those weapons has to be the question. So, uh, you know, uh, Colin Powell, it was suggested he lied. I think he had correct intel at the time, and he, that's what he was talking about. So the, the more interesting thing, Victoria, is this guy was a re- lifelong Republican. Mm-hmm. He voted for Barack Obama both times and uh, in the last few years has completely distanced himself from the Republican Party because of Donald Trump's reprehensible behavior yeah so that's what's making this guy a target and why it's been the liberal media wants to get behind this guy because later in life he realized the republican party was going down the toilet so you don't want to bash him for what he did because you know you want to praise him for jumping on board now i suppose sure (laughs) that's all i could tell you that's the best I can give you is that I think it's I think that's got a lot to do with uh, the way this has all been handled. I wish other Trump supporters would have that same mentality when it came to people um, on the left, you know, like instead of looking at like some of the fucked up shit that they did maybe back in the day, focus on what they're trying to do now. You know, I feel like that same mentality should be applied elsewhere, you know? Yeah, you would think. Yeah, you think. <laughs> um, so the last thing that I wanted to talk about, I found really interesting. And I think that it's going to be really good and fun to watch this, just like kind of deflate in front of us. And I don't know about you, but I am, and I don't, I feel like this episode I'm sounding it's just so contradictory to um, me in the past, but I feel like I am a little bit excited about this revenge tour one may call it why would you um name your comeback that i'm not sure i feel like that is like so harmful like naming like your campaign like the revenge tour like revenge on who like why would i vote for you if you're gonna get revenge on me yeah well right i mean good lord (laughs) This guy's, uh, look, there's a lot of talk on the right still about a civil war and they hate the libs and all that kind of stuff. And so all all he's doing is continuing to feed into it. uh, And one would suspect that uh, a big part of the reason why he's doing that is because it will benefit him to have those people uh, voting. So that's all this comes down to. You, you've seen it with plenty of people on the right where, look, they know you can't control who your support is. But, of course, you have to ask yourself, you know, why do, uh, why do uh, the neo-Nazis support my party? Why do white supremacists seem to only support this party? Uh, not good. You know, that's but, – but look, that's something that they're – that they're willing to to deal with and to live with at this point. So Something I don't know what I don't know what we're gonna do because I'm telling you, and I keep saying this, but like going forward, I I still really do fear for this country. Um, yeah, I think it's a little bit troublesome, but I feel like his supporters are more the issue at this point rather than him. Because you see, even when he was talking when he was still in office and he was talking about um, the vaccines and stuff like that. Trump is like not anti-vax. He's not. He has it. And he was like, it's very good. He was like, the COVID vaccine is very good. You should go get it. And you should make your own. He said, you should make your own decision, but you should go get it. And all of his supporters were like, boo, you suck. You suck. So I feel like at this point, it's like what he has created has almost like 
it's like absorbed him. You know what I mean? It's more powerful than even he is at this point. And that's what I feel like you see with this like new civil war and the black flag and we're coming for you and I'm going to kill my neighbor over this vaccine. Like that literally makes no sense. And honestly, if it really came down to that, whose side do you think Trump would be on? Because I don't think that it would be theirs at this point. I don't. I don't think that he would be like, yas. Yeah, I mean, again, look, this is uh, much like Trump in the first place. This is what you would refer to as a marriage of convenience. Mm -hmm. You know, this is not what the Republican Party is about. It's not what it stands for. Uh, White supremacists, you know, in theory, make up a. Yeah, they make up like a small portion of the Republican Party, like obviously all white supremacists are republicans which it's like that's where people on the left get that idea from because you don't see white supremacists that are like yeah but also like we want health care and like put more money towards like education like it's not like that and it also is kind of sad because you see the Republican Party now, it's mostly like lower class, like lower educated people who are voting for on the Republican Party, which like almost just doesn't even make sense for them to be voting against their own interest. So I think that that's why we've seen such a like decline in the Republican Party because it's just become like such a joke full of like civil wars that just don't even make sense. It's like if you're ready to go and kill your neighbor over a, like a vaccine mandate, like you need to go because you're, I feel like you're fighting against everything that like you say that you want. You're like, this is America. We want freedom to do stuff. And then when you go and talk about like the vaccine mandates and stuff, even in places like New York where they're required for all like city jobs or whatever, um, like there's still option to get like testing like you literally it's not like you have to completely like give it up or like i've been seeing all these videos of police officers being like this is my 22nd year on the police force and since i am disgusting and since i am gross and i don't want to get the vaccine they're making me step down and retire so i've delivered baby and i've met jesus himself and i'm a cop and um, this is my sign off because I don't want to get the shot. Goodbye. But it's like you make it sound like you actually have to get it when literally you look into it every like you can. There's always an option. I don't I think it might be as intrusive as like daily testing. But if your job was really that important to you and you're like saving lives every day and like this is your passion, just go get the freaking 15 minute test before work every day. If you if you're really that passionate about not getting the vaccine, like I just feel like that's absolutely insane. The people who compare this to Nazi Germany and talk of like they want to jab you in the arm. Nope, no, no one's jabbing anybody anywhere. No one's saying that anyone's going to jab you. You just can't go places. But it's like you're other people and you're going to have to wear a mask. So that's your option. And look, here's the thing. Look, we, we talked about this before, Victoria, with affirmative action, with, you know, disability, anything like that. If your job requires you to do something and you don't do it, not only will you be fired, but when you try to sue, the case is going to get thrown out of court. Right. Because you didn't have the ability to do the job. You can't you can't be a super spreading police officer, be unvaccinated and just go through the city interacting with people. It, it, you just cannot do it. And if if that's something that you're not willing to do, then we'll find somebody that will. Well, what I just, there's always a testing option. For everything that you want to do, there's a testing option. Like if a concert requires a vaccine mandate, there's always a testing option. It says vaccine mandate or you get tested. If you want to take a flight, there's a vaccine mandate or you get tested. Like if you want to work, there's a vaccine mandate or you get tested at their discretion. Like you would have to get tested once a week or like daily or like twice a week or something like that in order to keep working there. But there's never, it's not a thing where it's like you have to be vaccinated and that's the end all be all. Same thing with teachers. You could go in and get um, testing done before you go in and that's how it is. If it was really that important to you and you really didn't want to get the shot, then you would do everything you can. And it's also like, 
just if your job is really that important to you and you really feel the necessity, I just don't understand why it's that big of a deal, like to just go and do it, especially if you're a job like a police officer, they have all this blue lives matter, whatever. If your job is really so risky and you're so scared going to work every day, then how is getting the vaccine any different or any less of a risk than that? Like, I literally make it make sense. I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, all I could do is agree with you here. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really understand that. But anyways, what I was really feeling to get into, Trump has a new social media network. It's called Truth. Um, I have visited this site, and I highly, highly, highly recommend that you do so yourself because it's just been hacked, and it's just, like, prank wars over there. Um, they d obviously don't know how to, like, run a real, like, social media network, and this, like, happens when it's, like smaller like tech companies or whatever the software that they use is like so easy to hack like a 12 year old in like his basement like could like hack into this system you know like it would cost like 75 dollars and like a fifth grade education to like hack into the system you know are you aware that when they were fishing this thing around that they tried to make it seem as though trump was not connected to that social media network and somebody who was a major investor has now pulled all of his money out because he wants nothing to do with Trump or some nonsense called truth. Well, his son really freaking took the cat out of the bag with that one, I guess. He's really just feeding into, I just know that Trump hates him. Trump hates John Don Jr. We all know it. He thinks that he's a disappointment of the family. He does not love that son. And I hate to say it, but I have to be the one to say it. I'm sorry. Anyways, um, so Don Jr. I would love him. Sucks. Yeah, I wouldn't either. He's so annoying. I'd be like, oh, my God, go back in. You're so annoying. Anyways, um, uh, he was all on Fox like, this is the best. This is the truth. And it is what it is. But then, so he really, he let the cat out of the bag on that one. So I don't know if he was supposed to do that or not, but there's literally been no other promotion surrounding this website other than Don Jr. going on Fox being like, this is the truth, baby. And that's it. That it is what it is. So. <laughs> These guys are, this is so sad because, you know, look, Donald Trump is in a position where, uh, you know, he really could have done some good stuff. And all he had to do was stop being an asshole for like 10 minutes. And for some reason, that proved to be so unbelievably hard for him that it rubbed off on his son, who nearly every day does something a little douchier than he did the day before. Mm. And, 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 and with the idea that he thinks he's somehow setting himself up for a political run of the future. And... <laughs> It, it ain't gonna happen yeah it's not gonna happen um but i just wanted to give like a rundown of like some of my favorite rules that truth has um so obviously it's been hacked like whatever and everything has been just completely dismantled if you go on there i'm pretty sure you see like a pig like like having diarrhea or something like it's it's really, it's really good um there's something about fanboys on there which i just know that no nobody in Donald Trump's party knows what that is. And if they did, they would not be having that on the website. Let me tell you that. Um, so it's just basically just like liberals just overthrowing it. But like 12 year olds have like, like you can tell, but it's like literally like 12 to 14 year olds like posting on this website. But anyways, what they want to do when they get out of their beta um, form, I guess, like that's what they're in right now. The pre- it's called the beta. That's what Don Jr. said. Um, yeah, he, he knows a lot about being a fucking beta. Yeah, clearly. That's what I was going to say. That's what he hates so much. He talks about it, but he was like, the, the website's in its beta form. So um going to be having to, when it gets to its alpha rank, um, his omega rank um, in 2022, that's when it'll be released. You still won't be able to use capital letters. No excessive use of capital letters or else you'll be banned off the website. You can't talk about any of the owners of the website. You can't talk talk bad about them. Can't talk no shit about them. So um, what's the word for that, Victoria? I can't think of a word. They have a word for that. They'd be like slander. Like not. No, 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 no. This is a different word. I think it starts with a C. It's where you can't say certain things 
And I know the people on the right absolutely oh, hate yeah, when yeah, that yeah. happens. They completely hate when it happens. Unless it's from the Donald Trump does it, and then it's cool. Yeah. Hypocrisy yeah. at its finest. And again, just just so these people understand, he mocks you and he laughs in your face. Yeah, but it is funny to watch. It's like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Like, this is literally the dumbest thing ever. And your website is getting hacked by literally 12-year-olds. Like, this is so funny to watch. And he's like, but no capital letters. But no capitals. Like, it reminds me of, like, when Courtney was like, people are dying, Kim. Like, that's what it feels like. Like, Trump, there's so many things to be worrying about right now, especially, like, in his own life, his own lawsuits, like, whatever. But he's like, bitch, on my website, y'all will not be using capitals. That's end of story. That's where I draw the line. Okay? <laughs> so, yeah. Everyone's got to have a line. Yeah, there's no profanity on this website, and everything is under 230 characters because we all know that that is where Trump thrives. You know, that's just where he that's where he gets his rocks off. That is his wheelhouse for sure. So, you know, with that being said, I will see you on Truth. I'm creating my profile right now. I'm hoping that it's um, sort of my space where you can maybe have a song that's attached to your name. Um, that is if there isn't like an approval process in which I will not be getting approved, especially if Don Jr. is the one doing the screening, you know? Oh, and here's a little 360, 180 full circle moment. Don Jr. was just on the Nelk Boys podcast. So that really shows you what kind of people they are, you know? Yeah, why am I not shocked by that? You know, so they're... They're friends of the Trumps. They also have a video where they're like with Donald Trump and they're like so scared and they like can't say anything because they're like, oh my God. Oh my God. It's crazy. So it's, yeah, really interesting specimens for the week. But, anyways, thank you so much for watching. Hope you enjoyed. We're going to try to stay more consistent. Hopefully, I could try to get my life together or whatever. And next episode, we'll. You know, I think I'm gonna like I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it with some life updates. This week was kind of like dry, kept it short. Um, my internet's like bugging me, and I just like can't do it. So I hope that y'all have like a fab week. No sketchy peasant this week. Disappointed. Mr. Sketch. Mr. I, I know. Man. I'm like so I'm like off because he's not here. But anyways, thank y'all for watching. Great, great show. It's been a pretty wet summer in Connecticut, and that means more mosquitoes than ever. If you didn't have your home service for mosquito control and find you're spending most of your time outside flooding those little pests, you are in luck. Mosquito Shield of Central Connecticut provides the best value in mosquito control services because of how they treat your yard using the Mosquito Shield tailored treatment system. They don't use a fixed schedule or an identical product one size fits all service program because you can't control mosquitoes on a set number of sprays or visits. Unlike the competition, Mosquito Shield of Central Connecticut will service you for this season whatever it takes to provide superior results. This promise has awarded them an industry leading consumer rating of 90%. Visit MosquitoShieldCT.com to schedule an appointment with Wade the Cesare and enjoy the rest of your summer mosquito-free. <laughs> <laughs>